It's still early in the year. So how are you doing with your New Year's resolutions? Do you have any goals associated with improving your communication? I hope so. I know I do. If you're listening to this podcast, I'm going to guess that you have a very strong growth mindset. Mm-hmm. You're focused on learning. You have the desire to grow your mind and grow your thinking and to improve. Simply put, you seek to learn. This growth mindset probably means that you listen to podcasts and you read a lot. Or maybe you like to attend workshops. Or maybe you have an executive coach. No, don't worry. I'm not trying to sell you my coaching services. Seriously. Although if you're keen, you can always check out the Talk About Talk website. Seriously. Our focus here with this episode is on how to improve your communication skills generally. How to go from good intentions to real change. How you go from reading the compelling advice you read in that nonfiction book or that you heard on a podcast or maybe in a corporate workshop that you attended. We're talking about putting that intention you have into practice. It's easier said than done, right? Well, that's why we're here. Yay! Several weeks ago, I remember I was in a one-on-one coaching session. It was virtual, and I was sharing some ideas with an executive about how he can improve his confidence. We were talking about mantras that he could say to himself, and we co-developed a mantra that he loved. He found the mantra really inspiring and motivating. That's when he made an offhanded comment about, yeah, now if I could just remember that mantra so that I remember to think it and say it. Then about a week later, I was leading a workshop for some corporate real estate executives. We were talking about the ideal mindset to help them elevate their communication effectiveness and their productivity. I shared three different mindsets, and then we went around the table and talked about which one of these three mindsets that each of us would try to adopt. Then the same question came up that came up the week before in the coaching session. How am I going to remind myself of this? This is a great question, and frankly, it's music to my ears. It means that something that I've said resonates, and they really, really want to make a change. It was these conversations and others that served to inspire this episode. Are you ready to learn about how to get some traction in your desire to learn and make real change? Let's do this. Let's talk about talk. Welcome to Talk About Talk. Let me introduce myself. My name is Dr. Andrea Wojnicki, and I'm your executive communication coach. Please call me Andrea. I'm the founder of Talk About Talk, where I coach communication skills to ambitious executives to help them elevate their confidence and their executive presence. Ultimately, I help them get noticed for the right reasons and then to get promoted. If you go to the talkabouttalk.com website, you'll find many resources to help you out. There's one-on-one coaching, online courses, corporate workshops, the archive of this bi-weekly podcast, and I really hope you'll sign up for the Talk About Talk newsletter. That newsletter is your chance to get communication coaching from me every week. All right, let's get into this. Here's the challenge. Say you're in a workshop at work and something that the instructor suggests really resonates. Uh-huh. You decide you want to try to adopt whatever it is that they've suggested. How do you make that happen? Or say you're listening to a podcast or you're reading a great nonfiction book that recommends something that really resonates with you and you decide that you want to try it. This happens to me 
all the time, by the way, especially when I've read a fantastic book. Over time, I've figured out a few things that I can do to increase the odds that I will acquire this new habit. And I've also coached many, many hundreds of executives, some of whom have shared their successes and failures in adopting new and improved habits. So that's what I'm going to share with you here now. What's worked for me and what's worked for some of my clients when we've decided what it is that we want to do and we just need to remind ourselves to do it. This, by the way, is different from lots of other things that you're going to read about adopting new skills, like how long does it take to create a new habit? For the record, the jury is still out on that one. Some research says it's 21 days. Other research says it's 66 days. What? Of course, it depends on what the habit is and on other factors, but that's not what we're discussing here. I'm also not going to lecture you on how you need to make your goals SMART. Have you ever heard that acronym, S-M-A-R-T, as in you're more likely to achieve your goals if you make them S, specific, M, measurable, A, achievable or attainable, R, relevant, and T, time-based. If you haven't heard of that acronym before, I'll leave a link to some resources in the show notes for you. I'm also not talking about all the advice that you'll read in the book Atomic Habits by James Clear. Have you read that book? It's a very popular nonfiction book that's been out for a while, and it's still on the New York Times bestseller list. I'll leave a link for that book, too, in the show notes. The premise of this book is related to what we're talking about. James Clear talks about how we can make significant changes in our life by making 1% small atomic changes every day. And we do so by doing four things. One, making it obvious. Two, making it attractive. Three, making it easy. And four, making it satisfying. It's really that first thing that we're focusing on here today in this episode, making it obvious. For me and for my clients who are trying to make a change, there is no problem with the other three dimensions that they talk about in Atomic Habits. We are focused on goals that are attractive, that are easy, and that are satisfying. No problem. What's most important for me and for most of my clients is really about making things obvious. In other words, we're motivated to make a change, but we don't always remember to do so. Does that resonate with you at all? Simply put, we're looking for ways to remind ourselves of that habit that we're seeking to adopt. Let me get a little bit more specific here. I keep saying habit that we're trying to adopt or internalize a learning or make a real change. I think it might help if I make this a little more real. In the context of learning new communication skills, this habit we're talking about is probably one of three things. It's either a mindset or it's a word or a phrase or it's something physical, body language. So first, it could be at the mindset level like the mantra story that I shared at the beginning of this episode, where I was helping my client develop a customized mantra that he could say to himself to elevate his mindset and his confidence. There was no question in his mind that reciting that mantra would work. Rather, he was worried that he wouldn't remember it or he wouldn't think about it. Secondly, in the context of learning new communication skills, the habit could also be a word or a phrase that the person's trying to say more often. Here's an example. I encourage some of my clients to use the words lead, led, 
and leadership more often to reinforce their status as a leader. I also encourage people to avoid sounding apologetic, avoid using words like, I'm sorry, but, or I'm not sure if this is relevant, or do you mind if I just, you know, that kind of thing. It sounds easy, but how exactly do you remind yourself to say these things or to not say these things? And so now I ask you, are there some words that you're trying to say more often or words that you're trying to avoid? And how the heck do you remind yourself about this? The third example in the context of learning new communication skill habits could also be something physical that you're trying to do more often. Body language, a habit like making eye contact, or maybe the habit is improving your posture to be more expansive. So overall then, in this context of learning new communication skills or developing new communication skills habits, the habit we're seeking to acquire is probably one of three things. It's either a philosophy or a mindset, a word or a phrase, or something physical, body language. Regardless of what it is, though, that you're trying to change, I go back to the same question. Given our busy, fragmented lives, how can we remind ourselves to make these changes that we've read about or heard about? Well, I have three general suggestions for you that I've tried and that I know have helped my clients. Yes, of course it's three. The power of three. Always. Let me share these three suggestions with you right now, and then I'm going to go into each of them in a bit of detail. The first is to write it down and to get it in front of you. It's about cueing yourself. The second is to track it. And the third is to watch yourself doing it. Okay, let me elaborate. The first general suggestion is to write it down and get it in front of your eyes every chance you get. And yes, I have a list of ways to do this. You don't need to do all of these things, but choose maybe two or three. The most obvious suggestion here is one that I do all the time. It's this. Write the habit down in bold marker on a small piece of paper and tape it to your work computer, like on your keyboard or on the outside of your computer screen. I did this when the pandemic started and everything went virtual. I needed to up my online communication fast, starting by talking to the camera. So what did I do? I took a Sharpie and a recipe card and I drew an arrow. Then I taped it on the outside of my laptop with the arrow pointing towards the little green light. And it worked. Within a week, I was a pro at talking to the green light so I could get rid of the paper. That's my first suggestion. The second suggestion is related to this idea of writing it down and putting it on your computer. Perhaps there's a framework that you're trying to remember in your writing or your verbal responses. Type it out in lovely, large font and put it on your wall or on your bulletin board. I did this with a four-point sales pitch framework that I've been teaching, and I definitely know it by heart by now. The next one is something that I also do. Okay, actually, I do all these things. It's this. I write the habit down at the top of my to-do list. Personally, I use the notes feature on my phone for everything that I need to do. Everything for Talk About Talk and even personally. So I look at this to-do list on my phone at least 20 times a day. At the top of this list, I'll sometimes type a new habit that I'm trying to adopt, or maybe a mantra that I want to recite. That is a great place for a mantra. My next suggestion is to write it down and put it in your wallet or make it into a bookmark. That way, 
Every time you open your wallet or open your book, you'll have a little private reminder of whatever that thing is. Where else could you put it so it's in front of you as much as possible? I know some people who have changed their screensaver to their mantra. That's also a great way to get it in front of you. You could change your screensaver on your laptop or your desktop or even on your phone. Imagine having a few words on your phone's home screen reminding you to say or to do something every time you pick up your phone. Last night, I had a consult with an amazing young dentist that I just met who wants to improve her communication skills. One thing that I encouraged her to do is to track the ratio of her talking versus her patient's talking to try to get her patients to talk a little bit more. So one thing she could do is just change her phone's home screen to the words, track the ratio. And then she'd be reminded many, many times a day to talk less and to listen more. I have to tell you, this woman that I was talking with is highly motivated and I feel like she's going to improve fast. I think I'll email her after this and suggest that she do that. Anyway, those are a few suggestions for how you can get that new habit, whether it's a mindset, a phrase, or something related to your body language, like say, looking at your camera, how to get that habit right in front of you. Cue yourself by writing it down and putting it on your keyboard or just outside your screen or on your wall or your bulletin board or at the top of your to-do list or in your wallet or as a bookmark or on your phone or your screensaver. Or maybe you could try a few of these things. Okay, moving on to tracking. This is my second general suggestion for you to help you adopt a new habit. Have you ever heard the saying, what gets measured gets done? Well, that's related to what I'm talking about here, tracking. Create a mechanism that's easy for you to systematically, at the same time every day, track whether you've been thinking about that mindset or those words or that body language. Here's what you do. Write out your habit and then write down the days of the month, like one, two, three, all the way to 30 or 31. Then create a calendar reminder, say at the end of every workday, And when that reminder comes up, record whether you've made progress, maybe a simple check mark or an X for that day. Or you could track it every night, right before you go to bed. You could put a little piece of paper next to your toothpaste or use that piece of paper as a bookmark for the book that you're reading before you turn the light out and track your progress with check marks or Xs every night. Do you get the idea? This is a highly effective suggestion for how you can adopt new habits For two reasons, really. The first reason is what I said before. What gets measured gets done. You will be motivated to get that check mark. The second is that that calendar reminder that comes up on your computer or that piece of paper that you see when you're going to bed is going to serve as another reminder, just like the list that I shared with you a few minutes ago. All right. Now we've covered several suggestions for reminding yourself of that habit and for how to track your progress. The third and last suggestion that I have for you to adopt that new habit is very different from these first two suggestions, but it definitely is the number one most effective way to improve your communication skills. Can you guess what it is? It's record yourself and then watch yourself. As in, record a meeting where you know you're going to be communicating, and then watch the recording later. Of course, you must ask permission of the other meeting participants. Or, if you're leading an in-person meeting, 
Or maybe you're giving a formal presentation or a keynote, the same thing. Record yourself and then watch yourself. Last year, I did this with one of my coaching clients. We were working together for six months and about halfway through our sessions, he had a keynote. Actually, it was a quarterly virtual town hall meeting for his very large team. Usually around 300 people attended. He also invited three of his direct reports to present at this town hall, which he led and where he provided an overview of the business, including their recent accomplishments and what was coming up next. This meeting was a big deal. So we worked hard together to develop a focused and engaging program. I did not attend the meeting, but he did record it. And we scheduled a coaching session for a few days after the town hall so we could watch the video together. Before we even met, he told me that he received many, many emails complimenting him on how the meeting went. He clearly did very well. But the discipline of him watching himself took his communication skills to the next level. And it didn't just take discipline. It also took vulnerability. Watching yourself is painful. It sucks. Trust me, I know, but it is incredibly effective. I used to edit all of my Talk About Talk podcast episodes. Nowadays, I have a professional doing that for me. Thank you, Brian. But when I did edit my own episodes, certainly listening to myself accelerated my progress and improved my communication. For example, like most of us, sometimes I would have a crutch word that I was trying to avoid. Listening to myself talk was definitely the fastest way for me to learn to avoid using those crutch words. I have another example. A few months ago, I delivered a keynote to a large audience in a hotel conference room. The organizers also recorded the keynote because there were also people watching virtually. I asked for a copy of the recording so I could do exactly what we're talking about here. I wanted to evaluate my performance on my communication goals. Things like demonstrating confidence and empathy, avoiding my crutch words, and using effective body language when I was on stage. Trust me, it was not easy to press play and to watch myself, but there is no better way to improve. So please, if you can create an opportunity to record yourself and watch it later, please do so. I promise you, it is painful, but that's because you're more critical of yourself than anyone else. I also promise you this, it works. And that, is it. Three general suggestions for you to adopt these communication skills habits we're seeking. Whether you've read a book, listened to a podcast, attended a corporate workshop, or maybe you even received some one-on-one coaching. Wherever this new communication goal came from, I encourage you to consider these three suggestions to help you adopt that new habit. One, cue yourself. Write it down and get it in front of you as much as possible. Two, Track your progress on that goal every day. And three, record and watch yourself. Do you have any other suggestions for how we can improve our communication skills habits? Or do you have questions about communication skills that I can help you with? Or maybe you have a podcast topic suggestion. There are two main ways that you can contact me. You can email me at andrea at talkabouttalk.com or you can go to the talkabouttalk.com website and leave me a recorded message there. While you're on the website, please sign up for the weekly communication coaching newsletter. If you enjoyed this podcast episode, I hope you'll share it with your friends who might also be seeking to improve their communication skills. Thank you so much for listening and talk soon. Talk soon.